let's revisit our top story. Uh, today, federal ministers are voicing strong opposition to Alberta Premier Daniel Smith's proposed restrictions on transgender rights, arguing it will put youth at risk with one of the most aggressive policies of its kind in Canada. Federal Health Minister Mark Collins said he is deeply disturbed by the provincial plan announced by Premier Smith yesterday on the social media site X. Take a listen. When it comes to classroom instruction on subject matter involving gender identity, sexual orientation, or human sexuality, we will be requiring parental notification and an opt-in requirement for each instance a teacher intends to give formal instruction on these subjects. Furthermore, all third-party resource materials or presentations related to gender identity, sexual orientation, or human sexuality in our K-12 school system will need to be pre-approved by the Ministry of Education to ensure the materials are age-appropriate. For a minor, age 15 and under, the government will require parental notification and consent for a school to alter the name or pronouns of a child. For 16 and 17-year-olds who choose to alter their name or pronouns, parents do not need to give consent, but they must be notified. We know that nearly all parents, even those who may disagree with the decision of their children, will love and care for their children no matter what choices they make. However, in the handful of rare situations where one or both of the parents reject or become abusive to a child who identifies as transgender, we have child protection laws that will be strictly enforced. That was Premier Danielle Smith uh, speaking uh, yesterday. She spoke earlier today as well on the issue. Now, there are many organizations who uh, represent transgender, uh, the transgender community speaking out on this. Uh, and my colleague, Jerry Mira Judson, who joins us now, uh, spoke to some of them today. I did indeed. So I was looking on social media last night and there was a joint condemnation that came from two of these organizations. So it comes from Skipping Stones, which is a nonprofit in Alberta that connects trans and gender diverse youth with resources and support and EGAL Canada, which is Canada's leading organization for 2S LGBTQ plus folks and issues. They do research, education and legal advocacy. So they came together. They made this statement that I won't read in full. However, it says that uh, these measures announced run directly counter to expert guidance and evidence, violate constitutional rights of 2S LGBTQ plus people and will lead to unimaginable harm and suffering. And then further down, they say that we are prepared to take legal action in cases of, you know, if these, you know, policies are enacted. Mm -hmm. So I did, I talked to representatives from each of these organizations and I, I talked to first Amelia Newbert. She is the managing director for the Skipping Stones Foundation in Alberta. And I asked Amelia what her impression of Premier Smith's comments was. I think the word that's going around uh, the office here and going around the community is, is terrifying. I think there's a lot of anger. I think there's a lot of fear. I think the premier is playing politics to appease a portion of her base. And that playing politics is going to cost lives, going to cost the lives of trans and gender diverse folks. This joint condemnation with EGAL Canada, it, it was a pretty quick partnership and joint condemnation. So what was the process there with linking up and, and putting this out on social media? Well, for us, I think it was something that certainly got put on our radar and we're paying really close attention to from the second that at the UCP convention had talked about and, and had sort of passed motions around basically taking rights away from trans and gender diverse students in schools under the guise of sort of parental rights. 
And so we kind of were had some red flags up expecting that uh, there might be an instance where Alberta followed Saskatchewan and, and New Brunswick in terms of enacting some of the policies. And we got a heads up, I think, in a sort of like offhanded comment by the premier on her uh, show on Friday that we could be expecting to see kind of policies released. And so we certainly had come together and it's certainly been something that we had been exploring for, for a while, knowing that, you know, every sort of second matters with this. Every second matters in terms of fighting to make sure that these policies aren't on the table or are challenged right away. And also sending a really clear message to our community that we're here and we're going to fight in every way possible and, and, and we're willing to go the distance. I also talked with Bennett Jensen. He's the director of legal at EGAL Canada, the other half of this joint condemnation. And I asked him, about more of the legality of it. And he says without a doubt that these regulations, such as they are now, are unconstitutional. The, the policies violate the charter protections for predominantly gender diverse young people in slightly different ways, depending on the policy initiative that we're talking about. So in the, in the context of the pronoun Parental consent requirements and parental notification requirements. We're litigating similar things in Saskatchewan and New Brunswick right now, and we're making arguments based on Section 7 um, and 15 of the Charter, which protects protect their right to equality and security of the person. And w- what that means is that we're saying that the gender diverse young people are being targeted in a discriminatory matter by this now legislation in Saskatchewan and, and, and the same a slightly worse uh, version is, is being proposed for Alberta and that they are being exposed to harm is the simplest way of understanding and we have a, a ton of evidence to both support both of those arguments. In the context of gender affirming care, the denial of medically necessary possibly life-saving health care for gender diverse young people is discriminatory. We have the, you know, the easy example of cosmetic surgeries for people under the age of 18 not being banned. So that means that a breast augmentation for a cisgender young person would be allowed, but a breast augmentation for a trans young person would be barred. That is on its face discriminatory and a violation of Section 15. So those are just a couple of examples. And yeah, I guess so. So we're kind of in a ready, set kind of stance until until things formally come down in writing, whether that is in the form of just regulations, whether that's in the form of a bill. Until we know that, we can't really know what legal recourse to choose, I guess. Exactly. The um, But I think the work right now is to really help people understand why these policies are harmful, focusing less on like the, the legal aspect of it. We'll figure out the, the constitutional challenge. We have a bunch of lawyers in, uh, engaged. But the real problem, I think, is that policies like this are able to be pursued because lots of folks in our society don't understand trans people and they don't understand trans young people and they don't understand why, like I said, why these things are harmful. So I think there's a lot of work for us all to do who are engaged in these issues to explain some of that, to help demystify trans identities and these policies and explain what the experts know and what the best practices are in each of these areas, because everything that is being proposed violates that expertise and evidence.
Interesting comments there, uh, Jerry. Uh, now let's just step away from Alberta for a second. In Saskatchewan, I mean, the conversation has been the minute you out children who are comfortable expressing their identity at school but may feel unsafe at school, or sorry, at home uh, with their parents. Now that was taken to the Saskatchewan Court of a King's Bench when Saskatchewan uh, brought in their rules. And in Saskatchewan, the government mandated that if a child wishes to use a different name or gender pronoun in schools, their parents will be required to give consent if the student is age 16 or under. Now in Saskatchewan, the Court of King's Bench issued a temporary injunction against the school policy, saying it may cause irreparable harm to students. But Premier Scott Moe's Conservative government invoked the notwithstanding clause, which is a constitutional tool that allows provincial governments to continue with policies, even if they're found to violate rights. Now, could uh, Danielle Smith not do the same? She totally could. She, I, that's what I'm scared of is that notwithstanding clause. And especially, I don't, I don't feel that it is being necessarily used because it's, it's pretty grave. So I, I mm-hmm. think that it's not necessarily being used with the appropriate gravity or for the issues that have the appropriate doesn't gravity. doesn't meet the moment in your mind. To me, it doesn't meet the moment. Mm-hmm. So, But she could. She absolutely could because now there's precedent that you can use that in that situation. And so, yeah, there is absolutely legal precedent. So that could be the case. Give me a call on the open line. I want to hear from you on this in regards to what Alberta is proposing in legislation. Saskatchewan has done some of it, but uh, by far, uh, Alberta's is goes a lot further. And in the case of Saskatchewan, as I said, the invoke the notwithstanding clause, but give me a call. Do you think we need to be doing the same uh, type uh, or introducing the same type of legislation here uh, in British Columbia for those age 15 under? Parents will be notified and will be required to give consent to their children's new name or pronoun. For those 16 or 17, parents will be notified but will not be required to give consent. There's also um, uh, obviously legislation on transgendered people in sports. There's also going to be policies coming out in regards to sex ed. Uh, There's also a lot more uh, to be uh, said as well in regards to uh, puberty blockers and in Alberta, they'll ban all top and bottom surgeries for those under the age of 18.